Hello, folks, and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 341, where you're starting off with Acts chapters 4 through 5. And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, and annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaimed in Jesus and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them <coughs> and put them in custody until the morrow, for it was already evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of men came to about five thousand. On the morrow their, <coughs> their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem, with Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name do you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a cripple, by what means this man has been healed, be it known to you all, to all the people of Israel, but by the name that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, but which has become the head of the corner." And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were at uneducated common men, they wondered, and they recognized that, that they had been with Jesus. But seeing the man that had been healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred with one another, and saying, What shall we do with these men? For that a notable sign has been performed through them is manifest to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to any one in, in this name. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard." And when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people, for all the men praised God for what had happened. For the man on whom this sign of healing was performed was more than forty years old. When they were released, they went to their friends, and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God, and said, Sovereign Lord, who didst make the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who by the mouth of our father David thy servant didst say by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage, and the peoples imagine vain things? The kings of the earth set themselves in array, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city there were gathered together against thy holy servant Jesus, whom thou didst anoint, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever thy hand and thy plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats, and grant to thy servants to speak thy word with all boldness, while thou stretchest out thy hand to heal, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of thy holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the company of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that any of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had everything in common." And with great power the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many were possessors of land or house sold them, and brought the proceeds of what was sold, to the, and laid it at the apostles' feet, and distributed what was made, as each had any need. Thus Joseph, who was surnamed by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, 
a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field which belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge he kept back some of the proceeds and brought only a part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? How is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died, and great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Hark, the feet of those that have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. And immediately she fell down at his feet and died. When the young men came in, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard these things. Now many signs and wonders were done among the people by the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared join them, but the people held them in high honor, and more than ever believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. So they even carried out the sick into the streets, and laid them on beds and pallets, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest rose up, and all who were with him, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them in the common prison. But at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out, and said, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and taught. Now the high priest came and those who were with him and called together the council and all the senate of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came, they did not find them in the prison and they reported and they returned and reported, we found the prison securely locked and the sentries standing at the doors. But when we opened it, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were much perplexed about them, wondering what this would come to. And someone came to him and told them, The men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain with the officers went and brought them, but without violence, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Galileel, Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people, stood up and ordered the men to be put outside for a while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you do with these men. For before these days Thutis arose, giving himself out to be somebody, and a number of men, about four hundred, joined him. But he was slain, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him Judas the Galilean arose in the days of the census, and drew away some of the people after him. He also perished, and all who followed him were scattered. 
So in the present case I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone, for if this plan or this undertaking is of men, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice, and when they called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Our next reading is Sirach, chapter 40. Much labor was created for every man, and a heavy yoke is upon the sons of Adam, from the day they come forth from their mother's womb till the day they return to the mother of all. Their perplexities and fear of heart, their anxious thought is the day of death. From the man who sits on a splendid throne to the one who is humbled in dust and ashes, from the man who wears purple and a crown to the one who is clothed in burlap, there is anger and envy and trouble and unrest, and fear of death and fury and strife, and when one rests upon his bed, his sleep at night confuses his mind. He gets little or no rest, and afterward in his sleep, as though he were on watch, he is troubled by the visions of his mind, like one who has escaped from the battlefront. At the moment of his rescue he wakes up, and wonders that his fear came to nothing. With all flesh, both man and beast, upon sinners seven times more, are death and bloodshed and strife and sword, calamities, famine and affliction and plague. All these were created for the wicked, and on their account the flood came. All things that are from the earth turn back to the earth, and what is from the waters returns to the sea. All bribery and injustice will be blotted out, but good faith will stand forever. The wealth of the unjust will dry up like a torrent, and crash like a loud clap of thunder in a rain. A generous man will be made glad, likewise transgressors will utterly fail. The children of the ungodly will not put forth many branches, they are unhealthy roots upon sheer rock. The reeds by any water or river bank will be plucked up before any grass. Kindness is like a garden of blessings, and almsgiving endures forever. Life is sweet for the self-reliant and the worker, but he who finds treasure is better off than both. Children and the building of a city establish a man's name, but a blameless wife is accounted better than both. Wine and music gladden the heart, but the love of wisdom is better than both. The flute and the harp make pleasant melody, but a pleasant voice is better than both. The eye desires grace and beauty, but the green shoots of grain more than both. A friend or a companion never meets one amiss, but a wife with her husband is better than both. Brothers and help are for a time of trouble, but almsgiving rescues better than both. Gold and silver make the foot stand sure, but good counsel is esteemed, better, is esteemed more than both. Riches and strength lift up the heart, but the fear of the Lord is better than both. There is no loss in the fear of the Lord, and with it there is no need to seek for help. The fear of the Lord is like a garden of blessing, and covers a man better than any glory. My son, do not lead the life of a beggar. It is better to die than to beg. When a man looks to the table of another, his existence cannot be considered as life. He pollutes himself with another man's food, but a man who is intelligent and well-instructed guards against that. In the mouth of the shameless, begging is sweet, but in his stomach a fire is kindled. Our last reading for today is John chapter 8, verses 31 to 59. Jesus then said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are my true disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How is it that you say, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, 
Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not continue in the house forever. The son continues forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do what Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You do what your father did, they said to him. We were not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded and came forth from God. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and has nothing to do with the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But, because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I have not a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it and he will be the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, and you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died, and the prophets died? Who do you claim to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me, of whom you say that he is your God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I said, I do not know him, I should be a liar like you. But I do know him, and keep his word." Your father Abraham rejoiced that he was to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews then said to him, You are not yet fifty years old. Have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. That is everything for today. I love that quote from Jesus, and I hope you do too. Have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.